The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, and to a third, one. To each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant, gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. His master said to him and replied, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter. Should you not have put my money in the bank so that I could have got it back with interest on my return? Now then take the talent from him and give it to the one with ten. But to anyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I was with Dad one afternoon, and we were watching Phil Mickelson on TV. He was about to make a putt. Now, if he gets the putt in the hole, he wins the tournament. If he misses the putt, then he ties with an opponent, and they're going to have to do extra rounds. So Phil got in front of the ball, and he's looking, and he gets behind the ball, and he's looking, and he's absorbing all the information of the undulating terrain that's between the ball and the cup. And he's studying this information, and then he finally he stands in front of the ball, puts the putter behind the ball, hits the ball, and it rolls right into the cup. So I turned to my father and I said, I can understand why Mickelson is really excited, but why is his caddy so happy? And my father said, well, because when the ball rolled into the cup, the caddy's pay was just doubled. 
And that's what happens when you get a really good boss. You get benefits. We all know in New England that if you work really hard for a good coach, you're going to go to the Super Bowl. If you work really hard for someone that's demanding, that has a, is, who has a, is committed to excellence, you're going to get benefits. You know, in the ancient world, it's really, really easy to lose your money. Now take, for instance, you're in the gospel and the, and the master gives you five talents. So you want to multiply it. So let's say, for instance, I'm going to invest it in the shipload of grain so I can make five more. So you, so you, so you invest it into the ship of grain and that night the, the ship sinks in the middle of the, in the sea there and then you just lost all your money because that happens all the time in the ancient world. Well, let's say, for instance, you take the five talents now and you're going to try to multiply it so you bring it to the bank. And that night the bank is robbed. And that happens all the time. We just lost all your money. Well, let's say, for instance, you have a friend that, that's a really good investor. You give the money to the friend, hoping that you're going to make another five talents. And then the friend gets run over by a Roman chariot, which happens. You just lost your money again. It's really, really hard to, to, to keep your money in the ancient world. It's very easy to lose it. So the smartest way to secure your money in the ancient world is to dig a hole and bury it. And they did it all the time. And thieves can't touch it. The, 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 the treasure that's, that you bury it, it cannot be lost at sea. So my question then today is, if that's the smartest way to secure your money in the ancient world and everybody does that, why is the guy so bad in the gospel? And the reason is this. Because the guy had a really good boss. And if you work really hard for your really good boss, you're going to get benefits. But if you don't, you'll receive no benefits. One Thanksgiving late afternoon, I got a call from the hospital. A nurse said, can you please come in? There's been a fatal accident. So I went in, and before I entered the, the conference room, the nurse said to me, she said, you don't speak Italian, do you? I said, it just so happens that I, I, I do speak Italian. He says, well, the mother and father of this girl that, that was killed in a bike accident just, just arrived from Italy. They don't speak any English, and we don't have a translator. So I went into the room, and there was a big conference table, and doctors and nurses and specialists and, and social workers were all gathered around the table, and, and I met the, the mother and the father, and they had a discussion while I was translating. It was a long afternoon. At the end of the afternoon, the mom and dad turned to me and says, could you do us a favor? And after they told me the favor, I just said I would be honored and happy to do it. And the next day, for the first time in my life, I said Mass in Italian. And I gave the homily in Italian. Even though the chapel was full of doctors and nurses and others, only two people understood that homily because it was personal. At the end of Mass one night, I said goodbye to the Mom and Dad, as they were going to return to Italy, this is what they said to me. We are absolutely convinced 
that God is going to take care of our little daughter. The same way he took care of us by sending you. I was in Italy for six years studying in the, in the seminary. Six years I was trying to study Italian. Six years standing in front of uh, Italian people trying to figure out what they were saying. Six years of taking my, diction, my pocket dictionary out of my pocket and trying to read and figure out what the words were. Six years of Italians standing in front of me and saying to me, stop, stop, stop talking. You're destroying our beautiful language. Six years I'm trying to figure out why am I struggling so hard to learn this language. And then when I go back to the States, I'm probably never going to use it again. And that day I found out why. I spent six years in Italy to learn a language. Because I had a great boss. And he wanted me, gave me a really, really important job to do. And he provided all the skills that I needed to accomplish that job. We can never forget that we have a great boss. And if we work really hard for Christ, there will be benefits.